0: Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) or whichever
1: gender you would
0: prefer to be, yeah, yeah, actually, ladies, gentlemen, and however you identify yourselves. Welcome back.
1: Yeah, welcome to episode number three <laughs> yes. of the Danny and Brandy show.
0: Yep, it's been about a week now. Yeah. And uh, just to follow up on our last discussion, have you thought about what are activities that a mm. sober person can do? and
1: On a date, specifically?
0: On, on a date, or just in general. Okay. Even if you're not on a date. If you're just trying to either meet people, hang out, yeah, you know?
1: Um, I went snowboarding last Friday, a week ago, and there was some freshie, and we had talked about speed dating in the last episode, and that speed dating on chairlifts, and I, although I was with my friend who is male, I did strike up a conversation with someone who rode the gondola up with us, and we exchanged information, and he's Chilean, and he lives in Mexico, and um, like, yeah, it's so interesting, the conversations that you can strike up in those moments where you're kind of forced to be on something for like 10 to 15 minutes like do you just sit there and not say anything to each other do you strike up a conversation do you just keep your headphones on Mm -hmm. and i know that like every situation is completely different but it's interesting to see how that unfolds
0: it's almost like uh when you sit down on the airplane yes (laughs) and you're like all right How's this going to go? Are we going to like say hi, number one? Or are we just going to go about our business? Mm -hmm. Is this going to turn into a long conversation? Uh, I feel like the chair, because there's not as much commitment. It's like, like you said, seven to 15 minute long chair ride. Yeah. It's kind of like, and you're, you know, both doing ski, you're both snowboarding or skiing. Yeah.
1: Hey, going back to the airplane. Would you, and be honest about this, would you say that you are more likely to talk to somebody and engage if they are good looking? Or do you engage regardless?
0: Like female or male? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Like how much does
1: our physical, whether or not we're actually physically attracted to that person, like what? Like, what is, what does that look like? What, like, what instigates us to actually communicate with people? Well,
0: I will say that uh, as, a, as a boy, a young boy growing up, it was always a dream to uh, find yourself sitting next to a beautiful woman on a plane mm-hmm. and then striking up a conversation. And uh, by the time you land, you swapped information, maybe a kiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then the children and the marriage and all that stuff comes later. Hasn't happened. To this date, actually, no, that's not true. I've I've definitely sat next to some attractive ladies on an airplane Mm -hmm. and struck up conversation and did swap information. But the last time that happened, uh, she was in a very serious relationship with somebody. Just a good person to talk to. And yes, I think it's probably I don't know if it's sad but true. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd say like if there's an attractive lady sitting next to me, then I'm gonna probably say something, right? Uh, But also on the male side if uh, an attractive man was sitting next to me I, I think it's more or less like is there something that cues me off that i like want to have a conversation right. with this person uh like i remember sitting next to somebody and i found out that he was a professor at cu actually in let me just zip up my Kind of you like have a lot of, of zippers, Danny. I'm a zipper man. I
1: see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Geez.
0: And you know why I like Lululemon so much? Zippers on their hoodies because they know that if you're doing yoga, that you're gonna be all bent go. around. Yeah. And they don't want stuff falling out of your pocket. Right. You know? Yeah. So mad props. To I Lululemon. have no
1: zippers today. I have elastic, elastic waistband, hoodie. No zips. No zips? No I can't zips.
0: live without zips. Huh. Have you ever lost something from a pocket? No. No. Oh, okay. Well, you don't yeah, need them.
1: Yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I probably have.
0: Back to the story. Yeah. <laughs> this guy turned out to be Tom Check uh, from the University of Colorado, who is the freaking man when it comes to molecular cellular developmental oh. biology. Need to and check then you on sat this, next I'm pretty to sure him. that he, like, has... A Nobel Peace Prize for this research. If he doesn't, that's, he deserves one because awesome. he's a freaking badass. Yeah. So I started chatting with him. I was like, oh yeah, I did work under, you know, these people mm-hmm. in at C U. So we had a nice, awesome. had a nice that's,
1: chat. That's cool. And you were you'd cool been dude. reading his his work. That's really cool. I mean,
0: it's all over the world. you can't miss it in the bio world.
1: Yeah. Wow. Like, oh, that's crazy. But were you flying first class?
0: No. I was okay. in uh, Economy Plus. Oh, okay. So
1: Um, I do have a very interesting development that's happened in the past week on my DNA.
0: Um,
1: and so I'm adopted from the Philippines, as you know, and two Christmases ago, my parents brought, bought my brother and I, who's from Vietnam, um, the 23 and me DNA. So we did those and, um, it's just, it's, pretty wild to just see this stuff, but I got an email saying that I have a new relative and we share 2.83% of our DNA. So I'm like, that's not very much, but I'm just going to write to her. So I wrote to her and um, just was like, hey, you know, you're, you're like the highest percentage of someone I share DNA with and this is my story. This is where I come from. And um, we've been talking this whole week. And she said that she showed a picture of me to her cousin. And her cousin was like, yep, this is part of our family. And she just sent me a picture of what would be my great aunt from the Philippines. And so I'm I'm just kind of skeptical because like, Not knowing my biology, my biological makeup, not knowing my biological parents has always just been a mystery. Like something, eh, it's kind of maybe a long shot. I Mm -hmm. might never Mm -hmm. ever find out. And the fact that like. I have this woman telling me that I look like her family and that I could be related. And so I talked to one of my friends who's super into science and he's like, Brandy, like with DNA, if it's saying that she is your second cousin, she is most likely your second cousin. So um, she was just talking about how um, some of the traits that she's read about me online, being in fashion, emceeing, um, she was just like, wow, I'm so excited for you to discover um, a side of your family that you have no idea about because you have a lot of the same similar characteristics and even career that that they're doing so Wait, where, did, where does she live she lives in california her parents um lived in the philippines so she's first generation filipino okay and so yeah second cousins and then in 23 Me, it shows exactly where we're related it's like it shows the family tree but it's just oh, cool. crazy like that, yeah. yeah i'd love to show you so just speaking of dna like you know also just makes me think like what of my characteristics of my personality are um learned versus um you know yeah, yeah, genetically yeah. infused in me
0: what is yeah. you yeah what genetically is me? versus environmentally yeah
1: absolutely hmm. yeah Fascinating. so anyway, I'll keep you posted on on the un the uh learning about on your genetic on the, yeah. journey yes, crazy
0: that's awesome, yeah hmm. yeah, you should meet these people Kinda you should scared. do that, and you should video blog about it and we'll put it in this uh we'll put it in a future episode, yeah, it'll be like Brandy's genetic journey.
1: Ram is journey. Come along journey. with us
0: for the ride. You see? <laughs> <sighs> okay, well yeah. that was a very long detour, uh from But a fun detour. A, a very fun yeah. detour. Uh we talked about planes and skiing and snowboarding. Oh yeah, yep. we were talking about snowboarding and and, and you met sober. somebody on they, a chair list. Yeah. Have you talked to this person since?
1: Um, via Instagram, actually. Oh, yeah, nice. we've Look messaged a little bit back and forth.
0: You're a real millennial.
1: I'm not a millennial, though, by the <laughs> way. Know, I'm a Gen Xer.
0: <laughs> Woo, Gen X!
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway.
0: Oh, good. This, <clears throat> this will be a good uh, lead into our next topic. But I don't want to go there yet because... Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's an outdoorsy activity. Mm-hmm. I guess you can do it at night if you go to Keystone. Because yes. they have night skiing.
1: Which is awesome, but go on.
0: <laughs> I just was writing down some other things that you can do. Uh, and this Bowling. Be, bowling I is on the list. Bowling. Yep. Yep. And, yeah, of course, you can drink while you're bowling, but you don't have to. Yeah. It's easy not to. Because you've always, you know, you've got a ball in your mm-hmm. hand. You could just hold the ball the whole time. Even if you're sitting down on the sidelines.
1: <laughs> Are you a good bowler? bowler? I'm, I am um, consistently inconsistent with bowling. Like, yep. I will be really, really good. And then the next game, nothing Me but too. alleys. Yes. Let's go bowling. Yeah, Do definitely. you want to go bowling tonight?
0: Maybe. Yeah, let's, uh, let's okay. entertain that oh, idea. Okay. okay, bowling. That was definitely on my list. Dodgeball. I played in a competitive dodgeball league. As uh, a grown up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to get hurt, let me tell you Yeah,
1: that I, I'm i afraid of dodge, I'm afraid of balls flying at my face. Yeah.
0: I forget what, we'll have to look up what the, uh, there's a whole organization that does dodgeball, kickball, mm-hmm. all in Denver, hmm. it was super fun, Mile High something, we'll look it up and put it in our notes. Yeah. Uh, that was super fun, although I will say after Doing dodgeball, we'd all go to Blake Street Tavern and play uh, beer pong. Mm. And when I was uh, doing my dry month, mm-hmm. I would just get a pitcher of water and drink. I think we talked about this. Yeah, those.
1: we did. But yeah. that's that's cool. And you still sucked at it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if i remember I was correctly awful. uh karaoke would be a fun one however on it's interesting because for me i'll get up and sing karaoke stone cold sober but a lot of people need to be drunk to sing or to perform mm. or to dance like yeah. um dancing is one of my favorite things to do and i don't need to be on anything with that but it's like i feel like 95 percent of people who i'm like come on let's dance are like i haven't had enough to drink so yeah. it's it, that that one might be hard for some people to do sober. We have
0: no humility, so we can just go up there, yeah, without having to drink at all. Yeah, that's uh, the it's, burden we must bear. It's being bear. free. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's being totally free.
0: It is, it is. and and uh, self, you know, live
1: free. By we, the way,
0: I think I just don't care anymore. Yeah, I can make a fool of myself. That's why we just unleash at you all of our thoughts in this Mm -hmm. podcast
1: but it's funny because like we will make a fool of ourselves, but really we're not making a fool out of ourselves we're just not filtering what we feel or what we want to do we're just being and so if that's foolish I'm grateful to be a fool yeah
0: yeah Yeah. I don't pity the fool
1: yeah (laughs) I don't pity the fool I don't pity the fool
0: um open mic Mm-hmm. I love doing that and I don't have to drink. I could always drink uh, water. Improv.
1: Mm, I want to start do... doing improv. I would like to start doing improv too.
0: I have another friend that wants to do improv so maybe we can Let's start a all... little improv gang. Yeah.
1: Oh my uh, gosh. We
0: should research this and find out where we can do improv in Denver. Hmm. Um. Throwing a sober party.
1: Daybreaker.
0: Day- like Daybreaker. Yeah. yeah. I guess we could have... Micro sober parties, too, Mm -hmm. where we don't have to have like a whole thing out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: I wonder what that would comprise.
1: (laughs) Yeah, What would that be like? Like, would it be a sober house party? And if so, like, it would be interesting to actually be able to film the same people sober and then just partying it up and seeing how the dynamic of each of those different situations would pan out. Yeah. Hmm, okay, let's put that on the to-do list.
0: Uh, and I like this one. I got this off the internet. Uh, go see puppies at an animal shelter.
1: That's a cute Or one. kittens.
0: Whichever one you prefer. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They always make you feel better.
1: Right. And then you leave and you end up having a three-legged dog named Olive. Mm. So,
0: yeah, that then that maybe that's a <laughs> Or maybe you should stay away from yeah. that if you can't support an animal at your life in this current yeah. time. Uh, I feel like, you know, museums... Would also be a good addition. I'm just thinking these off the fly.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, entertaining uh. old people—that's really fun. Mm.
0: Yeah, That's like great. That.
1: Although once I was um, hanging out with some oldies, and this one old guy—some
0: oldies—I was,
1: I was hanging out with some oldies. Oh, Brandy. and thanks thanks I was for visiting <laughs> us. We I was truly appreciate. <laughs> I was sitting next to this old man, and he's like, <laughs> "How much?" And I'm like, mm. "Excuse me." So apparently, like, I had brought back some memories of the day, and he thought I was for sale.
0: He was an expat or something. Yeah. Maybe Vietnamese war. Yeah.
1: I reminded him of a Vietnamese port girl. I don't know.
0: (sighs) Wow. (laughs) Well, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, so like that's sto- go sober on. ideas.
0: Yeah, so if you're also trying to do a dry month, week, mm-hmm. couple days, these are all things that you can do. Yeah. But it is, I will say it's good to have buddies that are also doing it too.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or just buddies to help hold you accountable and know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you're all in yeah, the same boat. Yeah,
1: like, you've been very supportive of my dry.
0: Yeah, how are you doing?
1: Um. I drank a <gasps> Red Bull vodka with Patrick at the party last week. But other than that, like I had a drink and that was it. Patrick, 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 Patrick.
0: Oh yeah. I think that's, that's all I can think about.
1: (laughs) Okay. So today we we talked about dreams and sobriety and
0: I Uh, do have something to bring up about snowboarding because I was doing that this past weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you do, uh, if you go on Breckenridge, I have a challenge that I started. This is uh, what I call the Danny Challenge at Breckenridge. And that is skiing all five peaks, six through ten. And the back bowls, getting to all of those in the shortest amount of time, shortest amount of lifts. And uh, I've done this a couple times now. My route is you go up seven, peak seven. You go hang over to peak six, then you have to cut hard across, uh, get to the T bar, take that all the way up, go to the imperial chair, and then down to lift E, which puts you on the nine. Then you ski all the way over to falcon chair, which takes you to Mm ten. And then you can cut across to the super connect, which takes you back over to eight, and you can cut all the way across to seven. And bing, bang, boom, you've knocked it out. What was your latest time? My fastest time was, uh, well, I got to peak 10 uh, in an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. That's pretty awesome. It's crazy. You can conquer five peaks in that amount of time and get a lot of snowboarding in. So I highly recommend trying it. And if you can think of a better way to do it than the one I just described... Hmm. Let, Let us, us know, know in the comments. Yeah.
1: Um, last weekend I uh, it started dumping. This was on Friday, and my friend Scott and I were up there, we we're actually about to leave, and the snow just got so good. So we did some night night riding at Keystone and it was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And I just wanna show, oh <laughs> it's fifty-four degrees out right now. Fifty-three, yeah. Oh 53 degrees out right now. Um, so if you've at all been paying attention to th- the thermometer behind us, this is the warmest it's been. It was what, seven that won our first podcast, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. then cold. like 20 something, our last podcast, and now 53. Yeah.
0: And thanks for the weather update, Brandy. You're welcome. Meteorologist Brandy <laughs> Shigley. It's, it's
1: been, this is actually the coldest February in Colorado in 100 years.
0: I don't know what people keep saying about climate change, you know? It's clearly getting colder. So, hmm. not <laughs> chew on that for a while, <laughs> you liberal snowflakes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I feel the opposite way. Okay, I wanted to bring up a little segment. Unless you have something that you're really no. dying to talk no. about. <laughs> uh, so, we are now on uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah. Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts and um our website, and uh, the YouTube. dannyandbrandyshow.com. Mm-hmm. And we are on YouTube and you can see the video version. I was uh, at my sister and brother-in-laws and they were like made a reference to some hippo lawnmower pooping or sprinkler pooping and I was like <laughs> what the hungry heck are hungry you guys hippo? talking about. And they're like what? You don't know about this? And then they proceeded to show me a YouTube video, which I'm about to show you right now. Oh, whoa. Which allegedly was like an old... Okay, when it was posted on here was 2012. So that was a good seven seven years ago. Um, And they're like, how have you not seen this? We thought you showed it to us. Um, So I'm going to show you this video because it is ridiculous uh, via YouTube. Oh my gosh, they're in town.
1: As gas, farts, then flicks poop all over. Gross, must see. <laughs> what about the lawnmower?
0: Uh, I meant sprinkler. <laughs> like the sprinkler shoots the water all over the place. I, I feel like the fart sound was edited in. It was a little too perfect. But... The tail flipping around like a helicopter and the poop shooting out at all angles. That was fun. Yeah, that was real fun. Um, <laughs> this is why, <laughs> and this is the stuff that's made YouTube what it is. Uh, which then got us into this whole conversation of like, what were some of your first most memorable YouTube videos that you saw? Mm.
1: Um,
0: before we get into those, real quick, I just thought I'd some spout out some youtube facts oh because uh, i think we forget like how crazy it is that something like youtube came along mm-hmm. and changed the internet and the world and allows us to do stuff like this yeah um just some some quick wiki information youtube is an american video sharing website headquartered in san bruno california Three former PayPal employee employees, Chad Hurley, Steve Chen, and Jawed, Carmen, Karim, Karim, created the service in February of 2005, which really wasn't that long ago.
1: Yeah, 14 years ago.
0: Yeah, 14 years. Um, hmm. Wow. Yet to the date, for February. Hmm. Uh Karim said the inspiration for YouTube. First came from Janet Jackson's role in two thousand in the 2004 Super Bowl incident.
1: That was 2004 already yeah. when her boobie showed?
0: Yeah, when wow. her breast was exposed during her performance. JT.
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: Which it's, do you think that was I don't an know. accident?
1: It didn't look like it was an accident. Looks like he
0: did that on purpose. And was she wearing a pasty or was it just... Pasty. Paste, I think she had pasty. a pasty. Not just a bare nipple. Um... When her breast was exposed during the performance. And and then he... And it was inspired by that. And later from the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. Mm. um, Mm. Karim said that he couldn't easily find video clips of either event online. (laughs) That dirty guy. Looking up.
1: (laughs) Janet 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 Jackson movie.
0: Um, I I completely understand the tsunami thing because I have a weird affliction with tsunamis. Like I... I'll have nightmares about that. Actually, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll have dreams where I'm on the beach, and all of a sudden, yes, 100, 200 foot waves. You've had that dream. Oh yeah.
1: So I had that dream, very memorable. I I had this dream when I was a teenager and I was on the beach, huge tsunami came right over me, but right behind me was a tall concrete wall. You had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to go. So it came over me. And then the next thing I knew, I rose above and I was on a canoe and the canoe was going along the shoreline and the sky was black with all the most brightest stars.
0: Yeah. I think you died.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: No? You didn't no, die in that scenario? No. You were between a wall and then I all of a sudden above. you were just like, well, black stars?
1: No, I was like in a canoe and it was beautiful and I wow. had survived.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I survive in any of my scenarios.
1: The, the YouTube video that comes to mind that I remember being a YouTube video that really stuck out were the two otters holding hands.
0: Two otters holding hands.
1: Yeah, two otters holding hands. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Hello. I have my partner who cried. <laughs> oh. Sea otters are pretty darn cute.
1: Yeah, this little guy died. He was like 17 and passed away. Mm. But come on. They're so cute.
0: <clears throat> when I think of otters, I think of South Park and that episode. Did you ever watch South Park?
1: Sometimes. Um, the oh, otters would
0: always discourage the humans this is in the the distant future uh where otters have evolved mm-hmm. and uh to be like bigger and and speak to humans mm. and uh they would say to the humans why would you use tables when you have perfectly good tummies when they're uh-huh. talking about eating yeah you know cuz otters eat on their tummies on their tummies yeah <clears throat> that is pretty darn cute yeah Uh, But back to uh, where the the birth of YouTube came from, Um, in addition to trying to find images of Janet Jackson's boob and the 2004 tsunami, uh, they also said that the original idea for YouTube came, uh, they wanted it to be a video version of an online dating service, uh, the Hot or Not...
1: Oh, I remember that Hot Is that or Not. video? Non? I don't think I don't s- remember. I thought it might have been like an app hmm. or a website. I don't, I don't quite the remember. The original
0: uh, Tinder wow. maybe. So yeah, that's where the influences came from. And between November 2005 and 2006, I think they first launched it in like February 2005. Mm-hmm. And between 2005 and 2006... Uh, they got funding from two VCs, two venture capitalists, uh, where they raised $20 million. Wow. Then, in two, November 2006, so April to November, so what, six months later? Mm-hmm. Um, Google bought YouTube for how much do you think?
1: I'm gonna go twenty-seven billion.
0: <laughs> Close, but it was actually one point six five billion. Okay. But think about that. Twenty million dollars. Twenty.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then six months later, they sold it for one point six five billion. Wow. Yeah. One point six. Five, which means that $1.63 billion was their net profit.
1: Jeez.
0: Crazy. Nobody really knows for sure, because Google won't say, but nobody knows uh, how much YouTube's worth now, but how much would you guess?
1: I'm going to go $4.6 billion.
0: You were much closer with your first guess. They estimate, uh, I think in 2019, Ad Week estimated that it was between 26 billion, (laughs) close to your original number, and 40 billion. That's a pretty wide range. Uh, And then they also say that in 2018, they estimated that the advertising generated somewhere between $15 billion in revenue.
1: That that's is hard to fathom.
0: Bonkers. Bonks. Once we so get into bonks. the billions, my mind kind of checks out in yeah. terms of how much money that actually is. But that's a lot. Uh, that is a lot. I mean, what are some other famous companies out there? I mean... Amazon? Yeah. I, I don't even... Yeah. We won't even that's go whole, there. Cause yeah. That's a whole conversation that I am not... I don't have the information yeah i don't even feel like talking about that actually Um,
1: but i would love to know what your guys's memorable youtube videos that you remember looking at
0: and (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna share the first one that i really remember seeing and this was in 2007 so this is like a couple years after youtube started but this one is like the one where it was like the first viral video that I remember, or first video that went viral that I remember. Let's see if you've seen this one.
1: And one of the things that's done is right here, these buckets are filled with grapes. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chamberson grapes and the winner this Saturday, who stomps the most juice will actually win an overnight stay here at Chateau Alon. You ready? Ready to try it? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Not disgusting. All right, you ready? ready? Give us a thirty-second time. Here we go. So, what's the deal here? There's a contest to stump, and how are you measuring who does the best stumping? And whoever stomps the most shoes wins an overnight stay. But it's not the only thing you can do. The measuring cups are down below, right? The measuring cups are down below. All right. And and if you if you win, you get to stay at Chateau Alon. And what else do you have going on here? Well, if grape stomping's not your thing, you can come and spend the day listening to live music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tastings, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. Oh, Oh! Oh, oh,
0: oh,
1: oh, 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 stop, oh, 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 I
0: can't breathe, stop. I can't oh, Poor lady. Oh, no, oh, boy, dear. I think she's actually hurt. <laughs> no, there. I think oh, she is. Yeah, she's no. hurt. She took a hard oh, no. fall off there. Well, okay. I
1: love. Gosh, I wait, she's okay. It. Okay, mm. we're going to make sure she is. We'll try and check on
0: her and get back you right. as soon as we can. We'll be back right after this.
1: I love watching news bloopers. I've spent hours watching news bloopers. Oh my God. Poor lady, it's so
0: sad. I mean, part of what makes it funny, I think, is that she. I mean, she's this cute little, like cute little lady, and uh, she's kind of like snarky, like oh, this is disgusting. Yeah, and then she's like trying to cheat, like wait, and then obviously, yeah. shortly karma, yeah. really catches up with her. But the noise. I mean.
1: (laughs) Oh, 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 oh! Oh my God, I can't breathe! Oh, Oh, poor lady. Yeah, it's really
0: sad, and I I think she did break a couple ribs or something. So, (laughs) oh, but she's an internet star. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) And because of YouTube, she has 19 million. 19.5 19.5 million views on this one I do video. I do
1: have a video that I'll, I'll send you the link but I was roller skating as a ghost with a sheet over my head and the sheet got caught under my roller skate and I went down um, but that was something where <laughs> my intern at the time was like this is gonna go viral because it's pretty pretty funny yeah but it I think it just got to a couple hundred
0: mm. that's yeah. okay that's okay well have after our podcast.
1: W- you'll millions. see the
0: video. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it. you millions you'll to laugh. fifteen. Uh, this one is also uh, one. The whole QVC series. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this Home one, shopping network. Yep. Yeah, the ladder fall.
1: Oh, oh, no. A oh no. 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 I'm Lisa, Renee from California. Hey Renee, Chris is everybody over there. I'm kind of kind, of kind of having
0: to us a look at how to use the ladder there. I gotta tell you something, I have this ladder, it is awesome. Oh, oh it's awesome. Wants, no, it's awesome. Everybody wants this ladder. Everybody wants this ladder. I live in an apartment ladder. with, um, altered feelings. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Okay, we're going to make sure that Chris is okay. Yep. And that <laughs> has never happened. <laughs> well, you know, it's a very this ladder. in front of our doors sometimes, so we're going to make sure that Kevin's okay. Yep. He's moving Didn't here. he say okay. Chris? I thought he said, he he said, he said Chris. And then he said Kevin. Huh. Yep, yeah, that was okay. two thousand six.
1: Oh, can you can you type in French cats playing patty cake? This is one that I've watched numerous times as well. I think
0: we're our viewers are beginning to see a pattern. Yeah. In what videos you and I <laughs> are drawn to <laughs> French cats?
1: Yeah, French cats playing patty cake. Uh, yeah, that pops up real quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> you like pain?
0: I, I like the painful, sad ones. I um, don't need that. Yeah,
1: menu. so don't forget, in the comments, put your dans links to your favorite YouTube. Wow, looks like
0: it's on a mirror. Stop, stop, arrête, arrête c'est mauvais. Bah quoi, qu'est-ce qu'il y a? Bah y'a que t'es pas dans le rythme. Tu rigoles? J'étais super synchro. Regarde. Non, mais on the French. Arrête c'te pas. It's the best part of it. Ah oui, c'est filmé. Coucou bon, les
1: copains. Eh mais sinon, on bon. pourrait la refaire, eh, mais, si faire, faire, mais en plus vite, on je préfère. Allez, dans la cabine. Oh, stop. T'es. Okay.
0: I like how the screensaver behind them is also the cats. This this person clearly <laughs> loves cats. Oh, this is a long video. Yeah. Is there any like climax that we should?
1: We'll just watch it. Just. just well, we don't Google. want to burn our spec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch just Google, it. Just Google French cats one. playing pot- patty cake. It's hilarious. I good. do want to say that hippo fart machine was pretty great. Poop fart machine yeah. was
0: wonderful. This was 2012, so this is a little later uh, as well, but uh very entertaining. That's uh I yeah. mean that that stuff has made YouTube what it is. Yep. And now look how many uses you can use YouTube. I I built a tiny house using YouTube. That's awesome. And We have a podcast now on YouTube. So
1: I just, I actually totally forgot that I ever started a Fashion Denver YouTube a decade (laughs) ago. And I stumbled upon it and I have these interviews. Shout out Fashion Denver! Fashion Denver! But I have all these interviews and it was like, excuse me, unlocked out of a vault. So just the fact that, you know, just for archiving and like, a place to see these design some of these designers have gone on to do huge things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, a little time capsule. Yeah. So are you gonna start doing more stuff with your YouTube?
1: On Fashion Denver? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Hmm. Well, we look forward to seeing yes. it.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks.
0: So power of YouTube. Yeah, power <laughs> of YouTube. Takeaway this, um this yeah, week? this
1: has been a fun this has been a fun um episode, Danny. Um, I think it's time to close the curtain on episode number three.
0: (laughs) To wrap her up.
1: We're going to go ahead and wrap her up. Um, But uh, thank you for tuning in. Again, you can find us on Google on (laughs) Eyeball. (laughs) What are you Uh, saying?
0: Eyeball. <laughs> you can see us on eyeball with your eyeballs. You say.
1: <laughs> you say you can
0: find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Pocket Pocket, Pocket Casts. Pocket you can find cats. us on uh, our website, theDannyAndBrandyShow dot com dot com and. Of course, you can find us right here on YouTube on our channel. It's called The Danny and Brandy Show. Yes. So thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, and Subscribe. subscribe.
1: Until next time. Cheers. Bye.
0: The Danny and Brandy Show brought to you by the Space Brigade.